everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 304. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Oh, Mako, are you still headbanging? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I actually thought that was going to mess with your head a little bit more than you want than you singing along. Oh, no, I enjoyed it. <laughs> In the same way uh, of the um, that other of uh, that Japanese rock album I played on a pre-show a couple times. Yes. <laughs> you okay over there, Ari? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, good. I, I know... just wonder where the hell you get these things sometimes. Okay, now I was going to share this, but I wanted to keep this a surprise. Now, last year, Disney put out an album in Japan called D Metal Stars. Pretty much power metal covers of their songs and they're going to release the album here in the states nice i tried to find it on my normal sites but i guess it went under the radar so and i do believe ozzy osbourne does a cover of one of the songs uh do, what please <laughs> let it be beauty and the beast <laughs> You okay there, Mako-chan? I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you actually find the tracks if you Google them, but you're not going to be able to find the actual album per se, so. Uh... No, no, Ozzy's not on it, but one of the people that worked with Ozzy um, is working on the album. His bass player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah. They, they have Beauty and the Beast as their song, and I gotta, I just, excuse me while I listen to this. <laughs> Are you having a moment? I think she is. I, I. I, I I really don't know what to say about this. <laughs> Are you actually listening to it? Yes. And what is your take? Um, it reminds me of um, Rock Sugar, actually. You know, you're kind of right about that. Share a link of it. I found it off the Rolling Stone. I actually shared it to my personal uh, Facebook, so... <laughs> On freaking wrong link. Yeah, I know. Too bad. I really want to hear Ozzy sing it in his usual like singing style, like in like Bark of the Moon or Back on Earth or something like that. You know, you know, like kind of his yeah. normal singing voice, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing, though. Somebody actually put the entire album on YouTube. Unfortunately, like half the songs got stricken, so I was able to get half the tracks. I would like to um, try to get the rest of them, though. So, let's see. 
uh, Under the Sea, Small World. Oh my god, they freaking do Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> now that's why I want to your Aussie cover. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. I I really don't know what to say about this. But when you hear that it's when they officially announce when it's being released, you're going to pre order it. Um depending on yeah, I might have to. <laughs> it's going to be around ten, eleven dollars anyway. Shit. Actually, can you feel the love tonight? Actually, you can actually go on. Who sings that one? It's them. I don't. It's not saying who's singing them. Actually, if you have iTunes, you can you can actually go on iTunes now and buy the album for nine dollars. Yes. Well, I don't have iTunes. And fuck iTunes. Now, I'm going to play the Beauty and the Beast one. Let, let's hear this. It looks like it's just one group doing it. Yeah. So the lead singer is the vocalist of Obsession, uh, Mike Vistera. Mm-hmm. This is nothing like I expected. No, it, it, it seriously reminds me of Rock Sugar. It- this is this is more along the lines of Pelke. This is power metal. Yeah, I, I feel like I should have you know teased out hair and be living back in the eighties with with your denim jacket with 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 the with the Disney ears giving the horns, you know, mm-hmm. standing there holding a bass guitar. <laughs> If we go in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster says, I'm getting an 80s metal vibe from this. Where's the big hair and glam pants? I know, right? I would actually pay to hear um, Twisted Sister do a cover. I I would pay. Mm. Well, I mean, at least with the Disney stuff, they do have a habit of, you know, recreating their music. Almost like they recreate their movies. Yeah, but I mean, it's not the first time that they've taken either a full album or what have you during an anniversary and have people re-sing the songs. I mean, the the entirety of the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack has been redone by legit uh, music artists. And it was done for the 15th anniversary, 10th anniversary, I think 15th anniversary. Mm. That's why you hear, you know, Marilyn Manson doing This is Halloween. That's actually Marilyn Manson. It's not just somebody trying to sound like him. Oh, I know that. Hang on, I'm I'm trying to picture it. I'm just, my mind's just, you know, shutting down right now. He'll be okay. Well, as you, as Ari kind of gives us up a self reboot, I just want to let y'all know we are live tonight, week of 
April 4th, 2017, right here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat messages, Mark, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network, where there's some information about the network and an IRC link that you click on that will bring you directly into the chat if you have a chat client installed on your machine. And don't forget, check-ins are now live, so go ahead and check in and earn those VOG points. And also, if you're not listening live and you're listening on the feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in the episode. When you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com and put in that passphrase and earn some awesome VOG points. All right, let me slightly adjust the microphone just a bit. For some reason, I thought I was coming in a little bit too low. Um, hold on here. Is that it? Okay. All right, now I got it at a little bit louder. That works better. Now let's bring it up a little bit more. Perfect. Okay, that's all set. I got that set there. Um, let me give Skype a bit of a kick real quick in a nice, positive way because I don't want to hear that buzzing. And we're good. All right. Woo! That is a little bit too loud. All right, let me bring that down just a little bit. Because I'm watching the meter on an audition bobble up and down. I don't want it too loud. Okay, there we go. Alright, now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and kick things off with how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Oh, well, it's... And now I'm hearing myself in my own headphones. <clears throat> anyway... Um, you know, today was payday, so there mm. was that. And, um, well, you know, most of the paycheck's already gone for bills and whatnot. I know that feeling. And, well, let's see. Oh, uh, we had the Plus Two Comedy guest spot this past Thursday. Oh, cool. How did that go? I had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, they were, like, they were really cool to hang out with and chat with. I don't know if you guys have heard it or not, because there are parts I probably sound like a you know, blithering idiot, but, you know, at that point, I was, um, <clears throat> I was gearing up to take a double, take a double shift at work, which meant, you know, 16 hours straight in the middle of the night, so I might not have been all there. Mm. But, you know, you've got to get paid. I hear that. And I was over at a friend's house for WrestleMania. Yeah. It was better than I expected it to be. I suppose. Granted, my expectations for it were not that high going in, but it turned out being a lot better than it, than my low expectations had it. Oh, yeah? Well... We had no idea that we were going to see the Hardys back in the WWE. Well, I, 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 I will say this. I mean, I was reading on the dirt sheets that they did lose the, the ROH belts, so it was no surprise. It really wasn't. They still got some legal issues with their uh, 
bro- with their broken personae, so that's why they w- came back as a classic Hardys. I don't want to turn this into a wrestling uh, podcast, but I'll just say this. I seriously doubt the WWE is going to go that far with the whole broken persona. I think they're going to stick with the, the V1s. I think that's what they're going to do for right now. Because, yeah, kind because, because WWE creative didn't create it. Yeah, and I think they may come up with something similar and make it go on its own. That's what I think what's going to happen and just leave it like that, you know. But I like, hopefully they'll have a new theme song, though. I'd like to hear that. It was fun to hear Roman Reigns get booed out of the building and chanted over every time he said more than three words in the following night. Gotta love those post-Raw WrestleMania crowds. Mm. So, anyway, you know, the plus two guys said that they would like to have, have me, or rather us, back on the show sometime. So, we have that to look forward to. Mm. So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Oh, okay. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, <clears throat> week was interesting, day was boring, uh, went to the movies and saw Beauty and the Beast. And how was that? It wasn't horrible. Um, this is the first of the Disney live-action remakes that I've seen, so it wasn't horrible. I, I was disappointed that a perfect opportunity did not play in the movie. And which one was that? Well, in the animated movie, there is a part where uh, LeFou ends up stuck in a snowman. Now, with the live action, the actor that is doing LeFou was the voice actor for Olaf. Oh, Frozen reference. Yes. So it would have been a very, very awesome, you know, throwback kind of thing, not only to the animated, but to other Disney type of things to have something, you know, there. And uh, the whole, you know, gay controversy over it made me laugh. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the, the entirety of that quote-unquote gay controversy probably took up 30 seconds. The entirety of it. So that, that just, it made me laugh. Mm. You won't take your kids to go see that, but you're perfectly okay with bestiality. <laughs> but other than that, um... I'm trying to think. Uh, nope. Other than that, that's that's basically it. Oh, okay. Boring week is boring. Ah. Uh, but relaxing. That's always a so good I thing. Yeah, I can't knock it too much. You need to take the edge off sometimes. Yeah, but I do that with alcohol. <laughs> Don't we all? Is there a saying behind the alcohol, the problem and the solution to all of life's issues or something like that? It's a Homer Simpson quote. Yep. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Sounds about right. Yeah, they had just ended Prohibition in Springfield. Mm. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Well, let's see. 
I hung out with some friends Friday night and stayed in Saturday and kind of tried to dig deep into my NDK photos where I'm pretty much at the 50% mark. So I'm going to try to edit a few more photos before I leave my trip to Anime Matsuri tomorrow. Um, I'm pretty much all packed for the con. Had to repack because I forgot my shoes and I ended up buying sneaker, white sneakers for Human Artemis. Eh, the soles are off-white, but unless I can find some white paint or something like that while I'm down in Texas, I'm not even going to worry about it. But, um, other than that, work, work's been good, life's been okay. Um, I have to move my empty boxes off my, um, bookcase because I took my figurines out of the boxes and put them on the display case. And I'm probably going to put my shirt, my hats in that empty spot there. But I have stuff that are in little boxes that I don't want to take out. I'm still trying to decide if I want to get like little clips and hang them across the seal, like across like the ceiling. Or if I want to put the clips up on the side of the um, bookcase and hang them there. I haven't decided yet. I think... I would do the side of the bookcase. Okay. Like, get the, um... Like, the stickies? The sticky hooks? That's what I was planning on getting, yeah. Yeah, and then you can fill the entirety of that with little boxes and your keychains and things like that. True. But the thing is, where it's positioned, you're not going to be able to see anything, but I haven't decided mm. yet. If anything, I might just put them... Because my the top of my dresser, where I had the bulk of my figurines... They're gone. They're in the display mm -hmm. case. I just have up to just some empty boxes. I'm probably gonna put those boxes in in, the, in my in my closet and just put them there on display. Just figure out how I'm going to do it. So I'm sure you'll think of something. Yeah. What the hell? Clicked on something in the background and decided to run its mouth. Ugh, stupid shit. All right. Anywho. At least it wasn't porn. Uh, no, no, no. I know, I know better. Believe you me, I know better. Alright, now that we got that out the way, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we're going to get into on tonight's news. Uh, let me adjust the volume here for this, and that's perfect. Uh, so, yeah. We will be back. Let me wait. Hold on. Let me make sure it's set at the proper setting. Okay, good. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Oh, 
today's news but let me readjust my headset for the umpteenth time I'm gonna find out it was sitting lopsided on my skull and that's no good now we talked about this briefly in a uh, few weeks ago might have been a couple of months ago about a <laughs> Sailor Moon event in LA like a cafe slash museum slash display event of sorts and some people are like, well, I don't know if this is legit, this or that. Because it, it kind of seemed sketchy. But the people behind it, Angry Goat Productions, kind of did a relaunch to take care of this. What they were planning was called Cosplay Underground Los Angeles. That's what it was called. And people were suspecting it was a scam. So, eventually that event was canceled as it was, but it's being relaunched. The company behind it, Angry Goat Productions, has launched a new website in regards to the event, and they're calling it LA Moonfest. And also it seems here that they also update information on their website in regards to this event. The event will happen May 13th and 14th at the Doubletree Hotel in downtown L.A. And now, generally for events like this, how much do you think tickets will go for? 20 bucks. That sounds re reasonable. I would say maybe 40 depending on what's going on. That also sounds reasonable. I mean, if it's a, if, to me, if it's an event where... You're going to have cosplayers there. You're going to have some panels and stuff like that. Yeah, I can see 40 bucks. I can see that. Tickets start at $99.99. What? Yeah, sounds like somebody went to the Earl Shive School of, of Marking Prices. I'm serious. $99.99. And it's not for a full day event either. It's, oh for, boy. it's for a four-hour-long event. Jeez. The, the, the event over the weekend is broken into four half-day sections with its own set of activities. The first hour is registration and a swag bag. <sighs> registration doesn't take an hour. It, it, it really doesn't. The event is 21 plus, which I get the price point because, hello, adults have money, but seriously, not all adults have that type of money. 
and it's going to be a champagne reception. There, I'm just saying, for that price, there better be some booze. Just saying. I don't know. The champagne sounds pretty weak. True, but on the web on the website for the event, there's a cash bar. I'm sorry, for 99 bucks, I don't want. That better be a fucking open bar. <laughs> exactly, my guy. Exactly. The average wedding has an open bar. Why can't this? Mm. And Wild Spice says, "Can we host an event like this, the Anime Jam Session Gala? Nobody is going to pay to he- pay a hundred bucks just to hear us bitch about the community for four hours. I don't think anybody would. Well, they would, but they're kind of weird if they do. Hey, look, if they want to, that's fine. That that, that that's." Bills to pay to keep the site going. Just saying. <laughs> now, after the first two hours of the event, they have two type. It splits off. If you have the basic ninety-nine dollar deal, you're going to do one thing. If you have the one hundred and forty dollar VIP package, what? Yes, if you have that. The third hour of the event is a brunch lunch and a Sailor Moon theme trivia contest. Uh. And the cosplay contest with a $1,000 cash prize. And they're also going to have the voices from the new dub there as well. Now here it is for the VIP track. It doesn't matter which track, which one you want. You're going to get the. You're going to get. You're going to eat. But if you have the VIP, you get the photo op with Robbie Damon, Sharon Lay, Sandy Fox, Lex Lang, and Lisa Wilkerson. And you get to spend an hour in a Q and A panel with the guests. But the thing is, because of the way they have it laid out, if you're a VIP, you're not going to see the cosplay contest. I guess for some people. But extra 30 bucks, they don't have to see that, you know? But it's kind of ridiculous. This whole thing seems like an exercise in futility. It's see, It seems like somebody doesn't have their shit together. That's what you ask me. Well, that, that was a given. Yes. Now, here's something interesting. With all of this going on, the company behind this Angry Goat Productions is in a lawsuit against... Ray Jelly. He filed a suit earlier this month. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I made a mistake on it. Ray Jelly is part of Angry Goat Productions. The actor William Kircher, better known as Buffer and Peter Jackson's The Hobbit, was, is suing them because he was supposed to appear on their cosplay train. I don't know what the hell that was supposed to be. I, I, I don't know. A cross country, uh, Anime convention held on the train? Oh, God, no. You think the confunk is bad now? Evidently, I'm I'm going to assume he, he is suing them because <laughs> the event that he was supposed to appear at was canceled and probably didn't get paid for it. That, that sounds about right. Yeah, That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I've been a part of, a, of Sailor Moon-based events like this, and we never charged this much. I think the difference with the VIP package was that you got a shirt. That's all it was. 25 got you in, and I think 
40 got you a limited edition shirt from the event, and that was basically it. But everybody got everything. Like, they were able to participate in the game show, costume contest, karaoke contest, um, the awesome Skype interview. I mean, what else is there? I think this kind of stems along the lines of how people come up with ways to make money off the fandom and just probably not thinking it through right or just trying to be a little bit too scammy. Or being dicks about it. Pretty much. Marco, what's your take on this? We haven't heard too much from you about this. Um. Well, I. The whole thing is definitely a scam. It's it's whoever is the you know angry goat productions person mm-hmm. is just looking to line his pocket. There's mm-hmm. no way that the entire th- oh, well. and the other thing is how many people are going to be doing this? Yeah, like, does we it heard say that how many tickets are going to be part of each section? No, it does not say. It probably says when you go to buy the ticket, like how many it's available, probably. Because, I mean, if you're going to have a photo opportunity with all of those voice actors, how many people are you fighting with for those photos? Mm. Are they just going to be standing there and then you walk up, they take the picture and you walk away? Mm. And if that's the case, you know, you're looking at 50 people, 100 people? Probably. I don't know. I mean, the fact that you can see all of those voice actors at just about any convention that you go to mm-hmm. that's going to cost about the same amount it just it seems stupid i mean you're ta- you're talking only $25 less than the sailor moon um ball wait i thought the tickets were like close to 250 I thought there was one that was like 125. Might have been. I know that. I know they were pretty pricey for VIP. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. If but I, I mean, would, if you're doing that, and I mean, the ball we found out was overpriced, but at least you got a lot of shit with the ball. Mm-hmm. This you're spending a hundred dollars for nothing. See, if I was running this, it would be thirty-five dollars. It'd be from. 12 to 5. You know, you get your registration, your swag bag, there'd be some couple of panels going on, the game show, cosplay and all of that. Now for the VIP, that would be like $50. It'd be an extra hour either before the event or after the event where you can chill with the voice actors and actresses, you know, and get like a special commemorative like signature or something like that, you know. I would do something more like that. And then, yeah, you know, it just it it seems shady. Yeah, and if it's gonna be in a hotel, and I'd see about catering, like those are in the VIP, they get to be part of a VIP brunch or, or dinner or something like that. I would do something more like that. I mean, personally, that would make a lot more sense. But then again, again, you're thinking rationally about yeah, this. But also, it's lately has the fandom made sense lately. Not bloody likely. See, there you go. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Um, who's taking the next one? Probably Mako. Because it is her Yeah, I'll take it. 
So, um, yes, card captors. Mm-hmm. We know that obviously there's a new manga out, and we know that the new anime will be starting. Um, there is going to be basically a bridge episode, uh, OVA type thing. <clears throat> it's going to, um, let's see, it's going to be bundled with the special edition of the third clear card arc manga, which will ship on September 13th. It'll cost about 31 bucks, so we know it's not going to be, you know, a bunch of episodes. We know it's not going to be, you know, even a full two episodes. Mm. Uh, so it's probably just going to be like a 45-minute thing, if that. And it is called... Where was it again? <clears throat> um, Cardcaptor Sakura, Clear Card Arc Prologue, Sakura and the Two Bears. Uh, and again, it's Bears. just, it's basically showing what happens after the original anime ends and before the new anime will begin. It just tells that little itty bitty bit between where they go. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's, just like the original it's amazingly cute it's just so cute and the anime will have returning voice cast that's good so that's very very awesome <clears throat> especially for those that have either watched it in Japanese or watched it and saw the subtitles at least you know the uh, audio will be memorable as well but yeah I'm, I'm kind of excited I have not started reading the clear card arc manga I really really need to just because yeah But I'm I'm behind on my manga. <laughs> I'm I'm only just now catching up on my anime. I'm so. still look. I just dumped like a couple of series onto my t onto my <clears throat> surface so I can watch during the my flight and during my downtime. Yeah, I have to finish watching Dragons tomorrow. Mm. But yeah, so I'm I'm really excited that. We are definitely getting a new anime series. I'm glad that we're getting some sort of little type of OVA. Um, just seriously, adorably cute. Aww. Alright, and in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com to refer back to our last story, Dark Tetsuya Axe. So it was just for the event. No neat bonuses like a CD, a booklet, nothing. If there <clears throat> is... They're not saying. And generally, swag bags are just a lanyard, program book, a, a copy of the schedule, another 8.5 by 11 sheet with information that with changes in regards to the program book, some postcards, advertising sites, or whatever, and that's it. 
that's going to be fun. Anywho, moving right on. I don't see that happening. No, I, I really don't. N- n- neither do I. What do you think the odds are that this uh, convention won't happen? <laughs> well, if the last one got canceled. Hey, who knows, right? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's exactly. not a convention. It's dinner. I mean, a, some, a somewhat fancy dinner. Yeah, but on the same token, if you think about it, for some people, the opportunity to have dinner with one of their favorite voice actors or actresses, I, I, I get it. I'm just saying. But they wouldn't be having dinner with them. Yeah, they're, they're having cheese and crackers with them. <clears throat> they get to look at them while other people take pictures. <laughs> This is sounding creepier and creepier. I don't. I. I just want to say it's. And what I was going to say, it's just brilliant. They're taking all their money, and this is what get happens out of it. It's fucked up, but somehow it's just brilliant how how they're scheming this. You know. Hey, you want to waste your money on it? By all means. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that ninety nine dollars could have gone to an actual convention ticket for an entire weekend. Yeah, and depending on when you got your ticket, you would also have money to do extra money left over. Mm-hmm. Like buy actual food to eat during the weekend. Exactly. All right. Uh, I'll retake the next one. Okay. Attack on Titan Season 2 was listed with 12 episodes. The official Twitter account for the Attack on Titan animated anime revealed on Thursday that is planning a total of two Blu-ray discs and DVD sets for the anime's second season. Each set will have six episodes for a total of 12 episodes. The first Blu-ray disc and DVD will ship on Japan on June 21st, and the second will ship on August 18th. Both releases will include a VR movie, and the first will include VR goggles. <clears throat> the second series will premiere in Japan on, t- on 21 networks, including Tokyo MX and, MS- and MBS on April 1st. Funimation will begin streaming a simulcast version the same day, and Crunchyroll will also stream the series. Funimation announced in December that it licensed the second anime season. So yeah, if you're a Attack on Titan fan, this will be a series for you. I actually, this I watched, your time. I actually watched it. Um, the, the episode. It was really good. <clears throat> I look at the theme songs like this. The first theme song makes you want to get up and fight somebody and just start swinging. The second theme song kind of gives you a reminder of pride and self-worth. The third song has a combination of both. It's like, you know what? I know who I am and I'm proud of it, but I'm still going to kick your ass, you know? <laughs> I, I'm just kind of annoyed it's only 12 episodes. I mean... I get that that's the new thing now, new anime that's coming out. It's the bulk of them are like 12, 13 episodes, and I get that, you know, because a lot of times you one storyline arc is 12, 13 episodes. I get that, <clears throat> but I wouldn't mind if it was twenty six <coughs> episodes, like a half, like six half a year. I think I could get with that, or like thirty something episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. Well. I, I mean, I it get it. It seems though. that a, a lot of what they're doing. Um, I know Funimation just wrapped a a new anime that the season was twelve, and the first season did so well that the second season was basically in production during the first season, and came out like right after. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Um, which one was that? I know that's one of the ones that I wanted to watch, and I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. Find it yet? Any luck? I'm trying to load it. There we go. Oh, good. It does not exist. Damn it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, not only was it so popular that it got the second season in Japan, but it was so popular that it got the simuldub second season as well. Mm. So all of it done right then and there, which not for nothing is pretty damn cool. And fairly impressive. Yeah, I mean, you're you're talking about having this entire thing completely done and then having to basically tell all of your actors, hey, you're going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. <clears throat> Let's see, what do we have here? Okay. Let me bring this up real quick. Oh, I already opened up the article. Uh, All right. Let's go ahead. Let's get into this one. Let's see. Is this the right one? Nope. Damn it, Winamp. Don't do this. All right. I'll let Winamp do its thing while I get into the article. So... What's getting really popular is, is you know, mobile mobile anime games. I mean, like, we have Sailor Moon Drops, we have Love Life, School Idol Project, and a few others. There we go. Now, we have one for Madoka Magica. Now, as it goes, Madoka Magica really fucked with a lot of people's heads. It was... It turned the magical girl genre on its side. But given how the the movie ends, can't really say if there if there's a sequel story or how it's going to happen. But in an upcoming mobile game there is a possibility that this could happen. Which is being called Puella Magi Madoka Magica Side Story Magia Record. Magia Rekka is designated as a magical girl RPG which takes place in the fictional city of Kamihama as opposed to the city of Mitakirara. The story centers around the character Iroha Tamaki, a young girl who chose to become a magical girl to cure her sister's illness. The plot revolves around her who is searching for her sister Yui who has disappeared. Iroha ends up in Kamihama, a city where various magical girls gather. Alright. So, those of you who have seen the original series, you know what happens by the end of the series. So, yeah. Magia Records circumvents the turn of events by having the story take place as, as, a time, as one of the time-looping characters, Homura, early on in, from the anime. In the, where in this, it's that Madoka becomes the magical girl, and like Iroha, ends up in Kamina City looking for a missing Homura, which is going to be interesting. The system of Magia is divided into the adventure part and the battle part. Adventure for the story, which makes sense. 
There will also be side stories and character stories that focus on individual characters. Alright. I like that. You will be able to get, gather various magical girls as teammates to battle witches. The battles are turn-based combat with players utilizing teams of four with a fifth support. To battle, players select three of the five random battle cards called discs on each turn. The discs come in three different types and each character has a different base combination of five discs. If you ever played Fate Grand Order, the battle system is somewhat similar to that. Each character has a super attack. The battle system also includes something called a doppel system which allows magical girls to use witch-like attacks without becoming actual witches. Currently, there's going to be over 30 collectible characters in the game and they're looking to add more to that. The game will be released on Android and iOS. There's no idea if there will be an English version, but given how popular these games are, it wouldn't surprise me if there is one. But then again, there are apps you can download where it can actually go into the Japanese iTunes or Google Play stores and pull the game. Yeah, I, I want to play this. I, you know, I wish I had the, pay, the time to play a lot of these anime RPG games. It's like, but yet... There's only so much, t exactly. so much time in the day. Yeah, and time to dedicate to certain games. Like right now, I'm kind of playing through Ocarina of Time. That and Sailor Moon Drops is the only two games I'm really playing. I'm probably going to uninstall Miitomo soon. Uh, hell, I got Super Mario Run and I just, start, I just barely put a dent into that. I haven't had Mitomo on my phone in forever. Yeah, I got bored with that pretty quickly too. I think it like maybe lasted that con weekend and that was it. Yeah, <coughs> that would kind of make sense. Yeah, it's a year old now. Mm, actually, you're right. Yeah, a year old this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were playing. Weren't we playing it at a Zenkai yes, con? Yes, we were. Yep. And a. Uh, and Mako-chan... you were trying to make the thing say the N-word? Yeah. And Mako-chan <laughs> was, was busting my balls when the game was saying my name, so... <sighs> Anyhow. Moving on. Um, Mako, are you taking the next one, or am I? I'll take it. <clears throat> So, uh, you might remember back we were speaking um, about the new Rurouni Kenshin manga that was coming out. They did a short arc in December um, that was only two chapters. Mm -hmm. That was basically a prologue for this uh, called uh, The Criminal Ashitaro. Uh, was in the November and December uh, Jump SQ. Well, it was announced in April that unfortunately the actual manga that uh, it was the prologue for is going to be delayed from spring to summer. And uh, looks like the new series uh, will feature Kenshin as the protagonist, and it will have five arcs. 
So, yeah. So, anybody that was looking forward to the new Veroni Kenshin manga, you've got a little bit longer to wait, unfortunately. Does this take place before the actual manga, or...? I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it, um... Do, 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 do. Yeah, no, this is... I mean, the, the two chapters that came out yeah. is a prequel for the new series that's coming out. Yeah, that's what I'm but I, I don't think the entire series is a prequel. Okay. I could be wrong, but I, mean, I don't... Because if I'm looking at the actual image, if that's supposed to be Kenshin, he doesn't have the scar on his face, so... No, that's not Kenshin. I was going to say. That's, uh, that was the protagonist of the first two chapters. Mm. Uh, Ashitaro. I thought it was that kid that uh, hung out with him. Yahiko. Yeah, that's, I couldn't think of his name for a second. <clears throat> he wants to want to fight with a guy by kicking him in a dick. Yeah, I want to see if I can find a copy somewhere of the uh, Kenshin Takarazuka review. Because that just sounds fun. It kind of it kind of does. And I mean they most of those plays and stuff are usually recorded at some point for DVD. I just don't know if anybody cared enough at that point when it came out to say, oh, hey, you know, let's uh, translate this and put it up somewhere. It'll sound like gangbusters. Yeah. Well, I will say this. I did do a quick look and... There is a DVD that came out last year. How much is it going for? 8,000 yen. Which kind of makes sense. Now to, now to find... So maybe it's... Uh, maybe you can find it like a, at a second party shop or something like that. Oh, the pictures from it are so pretty. Mm. So pretty. Uh, so, shall we move on to the next one? Yes. Yes, we shall. <clears throat> one Piece tops the list of manga fans dropped due to length. And I can't say I don't blame them, because it's One Piece. <laughs> See, many manga readers begin series with ex excited optimism about reading a whole story. However, when the series start to feel like they continue forever and reading books becomes a chore, fans often put them down. With that in mind, a guru-ranking website conducted a poll asking its readers which manga they dropped due to it being too long. Uh, the website conducted the poll from December 20th to January 1st and published the results as past website. Uh, and let's see, here's the uh, chart. It's number one was One Piece. Mm-hmm. With, like, with about 200 more votes than the number two entry, Detective Conan. Uh, Kochi Kame was number three. Bleach is number four. Those two are both complete. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was number five. Okay, Mo no, Moan Show. Never heard of that one. It's sixth. Oshi... <laughs> 
Oishinbo is uh, number seven. Gintama, Gintama is number eight. Naruto is number nine, which is also complete. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Futari Eki. Number eleven, Hajime no Ippo. Twelve, Inuyasha, which I thought would be higher on this list. Uh, number thirteen, Golgo thirteen. Irony. <laughs> uh, fourteen is Fairy Tale. Fifteen is Asari Chan. Sixteen is Patel Hero. Patel Lero. Yeah, got that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventeen is Major. Eighteen is Cooking Papa. Nineteen is Dokaban, and twenty is Super Mario Kun, which has the lowest number of volumes, the published volumes on the list. Which the matching number of votes. Mm-hmm. An excessive number of hiatuses can contribute to the length of time manga continues and also results in reader loss. Gurenka conducted a poll in December to ask fans which manga artists have too many breaks. Uh, Yoshihiro Togashi of Hunter x Hunter fame, Suzu- Suzue Miyuchi of Glassmask, and Katsura Hoshino of D. Grayman topped the list. Yeah, some of these series have very, very long hiatuses. Yeah. But, you know... It is what it is. The people making them are still human. Pretty much. You just gotta be a little patient, that's all. Yeah, that doesn't work out sometimes. I know, I know. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, that's alright. We got that out the way. And we have a bit of time here, so I'm going to go ahead and open the Skype line. If it'll turn on. And there we go. Our Skype line is now open. So if you want to call in, you have any questions about tonight's show, you want to ask us something real quick or whatever, uh, give us a call at Anime Jam Session. And all calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraint, but depending on the co- topic at hand, we may extend the call for a little while longer. <coughs> now, while that's up and running, strange news from Japan. I think I will take the first one. Okay. This week's articles, it's like it goes up and down, up and down, like a roller coaster. An NHK bill collector was arrested for kissing a woman on the job. Residents of Japan and longtime readers of this of the site that we're getting this from, no doubt, be aware. Of, well. Good thing I had just started the article. Do we have a call? Yes, we have a call. And you are live on Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? This is Ragingator. Hey, Ragingator. What's going on, dude? Yeah, hold on. I'll try to keep this short and sweet. Cool. Um, I was uh, uh, just you know, thinking about something since you brought up the topic of games earlier. Um, now... It's my understanding that as a general rule of thumb, when, uh, when it comes to anime games, the vast majority of them tend to be less than stellar to play quite nicely. Uh, would that be a fair statement or no? Kind of, sort of. I mean, 
it, it, it depends. I mean, the Dragon Ball Z games were kind of straightforward. You know, they followed the storyline of what's going on, and that's good. The Bleach games did that as well. Some games kind of go up on its own beaten path for a new storyline or something. And then there are some games where you really... It's more of a rhythm game like the Love Live and the Cinderella Girls games. You know, it's like that. Marco, what do okay. you think? Um, It really depends. Uh, the Inuyasha RPG that came out, mm -hmm. you know, years back, I enjoyed it. So did I. Uh, it, not just because it was Inuyasha, but because it had that very traditional RPG feel. Um, the fighting games just, you know, they're fighting games. The Inuyasha fighting game, the uh, Naruto fighting games, the Dragon Ball Z fighting games. Those are just, you, you know, your typical fighting games. And whether or not they have any sort of plot is, you know, it usually doesn't really revolve around the true plot of the series. But when you can actually get a decent RPG out of them, the games are usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, most of them have original storylines. Um, most of them, if they do have voice acting, they will get the original voice actors. I know the Full Metal Alchemist RPG was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, the Ghost in the Shell RPG, it was kind of eh. But... I think that's because just Ghost in the Shell itself uh, doesn't really play well for the type of RPG it was. Not that it was horrible, just that it wasn't, I don't know, not something your typical American is going to enjoy, I think. It, that and sometimes when you try to take the anime and like whatever storyline is going on currently, you try to apply that as maybe as a fighter or an rpg or an action adventure it can get lost in translation and it can deviate pretty badly mm -hmm. and then like the inuyasha rpg that took place like outside of the storylines but it was still with the characters and it it was like an addendum to the series so it kind yeah of, it was know. it was a side story yeah like um one that i really really enjoyed but unfortunately it was part rhythm game and i hate rhythm games is the um, Samurai Champloo game. Mm, that was a fun one. That, I, that was really, really fun. The storyline was, you know, really fun because the series itself was just kind of fun and out there. But again, I detest rhythm games like that. I enjoy them, I should say. I really enjoy them, but I detest actually having to play rhythm games. Mm. <laughs> Which is why I'm not playing the Love Live game. I you like it, rhythm? I got kind of tired of the Love Live game. It's not even a lack of rhythm. It's. I, I guess everything just starts blurring together at some point, and you start going so fast that to me, my eyes can't catch up to everything else. So mm -hmm. it just it blurs together. No, well. Uh... As one final question, which is, you know, related to uh, my first question. Um, all that being said, uh, are there any anime-based games for either current consoles or PC, if you're, you happen to be a PC gamer, that, you know, 
either uh, flat out good or merely passable? Hmm. Not that I played in a while. Same. I mean, kind of. I, mean, I, I think. I think with you know something like Samurai Champloo, if you're not into the series, you're probably not going to like the game. Yeah. Um, the same with the other ones. I mean, Inuyasha. I enjoy the series, so obviously I enjoy playing around with the characters. But I don't think I would really, you know, even remotely want to play it if I didn't like the series. So I think that's the other thing. The uh, If you like Full Metal Alchemist, the Full Metal Alchemist RPGs, um, those are pretty decent. Yeah, those are fun. Oh, um, in our chat room at wild at chat.vognetwork.com, um, Wild Spice says Hoonie Pop. That that was I've heard good reviews about that about that on PC. Um, the la- there, I think there is a Nar- Naruto Ninja Storm. I believe that's available for Xbox One. That, that's a there's fighter. a whole series of those yeah. games. Yeah, it's a fighter, but it also adds a storyline element to it as you're traveling through. You're fighting different characters to open the storyline up. But then you have the you have situations where like. <clears throat> The uh, the manga immediately contradicts what happens in the game yeah. because the manga got published because it got published after the uh, you know manga comes out you know you know what I mean yeah they had to estimate and figure stuff out it's one of the reason why some anime games have like a side story to it you know because of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and right. I have to say I I ended up buying the Vampire Hunter D game. And I think I played five minutes of it and then put it away. <laughs> mm. But I just wanted it because it was Vampire Hunter D. So, I mean, just because you like a series also doesn't mean you're going to enjoy the game. Yeah. But you're talking about a game that's, you know, PS1. Like, early PS1. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase polyester all right well uh thanks for uh taking my calls definitely appreciate it hey no problem dude all right have a nice thank day. you you can take it and that's raging we haven't heard from him in a while okay so right where we left off about the dreaded nhk collector pretty much nhk is like i think public broadcasting in japan and unlike like here, you know, public broadcasting does a lot of fundraising by doing telethons on TV. Here, I mean, in Japan, NHK, they go around, they just collect the, the fees, for, you know, and so forth. Eh. The NHK collectors. These are the outsourced mercs who go door-to-door in pursuit of money to support Japan's public broadcasting network, which, like I said, NHK. Far beyond the minor inconvenience of salesmen or religious solicitors, these people have resorted to an array of antisocial behavior, including vandalism, to get as many people locked into a subscription contract as possible, and they only seem to get more aggressive as the years go by. Make no mistake, this is not an exaggeration. A study found that almost half of Japanese people don't even answer their doors anymore, and there's even exists a protect the nation from NHK party that runs for office in Tokyo 
with the sole platform of abolishing the systematic harassment. And if, it, if the harassment is that bad, can't say I don't blame them at all. And They're that, like a Japanese Comcast. I think Comcast... Well, yeah. <laughs> Some, yeah. <sighs> Japanese Comcast. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Anywho. A, seems that a 25-year-old employee of N-Links, the company who handles fee collection for the NHK, was arrested in Chofu, Tokyo for kissing a woman he was trying to get money from. Around 8.45 p.m. on November 14th, the suspect paid a visit to the apartment shared by a woman in her 30s and her mother. The mother was at work, so the daughter answered the door. However, at some point during the typical spiel about illegal usage of public broadcasting by simply owning a TV, things took a turn for the perverse. Beginning by lightly tapping her on the head and arm, he then escalated to putting his arms around her waist and kissing her. Reports haven't said how the incident ended, but afterward the woman told her mother, who then reported it to the police. After getting arrested, the NHK collector admitted to the charges, saying, We were talking and I thought we hit it off, so I kissed her. <sighs> now, it's probably safe to say that NHK collectors are a pretty low standard of what can do since hitting it off. Examples would likely include not shouting obscenities, not slamming the door on them, and certainly not spitting. When this art, when this reached out, netizens agreed with what was going on by saying he's out. Just because someone is friendly, you kiss them, idiot. That's why you never answer the door. I wish I could say I expected better of NHK collectors, but <laughs> anytime I see NHK in a headline, I know something terrible happened. NHK's crime rate seems higher than the national average. However, with the widespread harassment and now sexual assaults, it might be worth auditing whether the organization is doing more harm than good to Japan and perhaps just give the whole system a reboot. If you're going to buy a TV, I just say fuck it. Just tack on a NHK fee when you buy your television and call it a day. Mm. That doesn't seem too unreasonable. Uh, or, you know, if you have like a digital television service that you pay that way simple as that Ugh. but simple kind of went out the door in this country yeah both countries to be exact um am I taking the next one or is Mako you take the next one, because I think Ma I'm going to let Mako take the last one. For okay. reasons being. Japanese idol fan arrested for suspicion of stealing massive amounts of razor blades. Mm. Being an enthusiastic idol singer is not by any means a cheap hobby, since the appeal of most idols, idols lies as much with their youthful auras and looks as it does their musical talents. Producers churn out CDs and merchandise at a breakneck pace. The then there are many concerts, handshake meetings, and other special events, but admission can only be gained by buying even more associated merch. Add it all up, and it can drain the bank accounts of most adults with full-time jobs, so the situation can become pretty tough for idol fans who are still in their teens themselves. But one young man, whose name is being withheld, thought he'd 
found an excellent way to take care of his idle expenses. When a second-year high school student was <clears throat> was pleased with his plan, the Tokyo Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police were less enthusiastic about it. According to the police, the kid called Icoon went on a shopping list shoplifting spree back in January, but rather than stealing the idle merchandise he coveted, Icoon was after a single more mundane item, a, sh a razor cartridges. The police reports that around 8.30 on January 31st, a 17-year-old entered a convenience store near Higashi Nakano Station in Tokyo. While there, a clerk spotted him shoplifting boxes of razor blades and called the police. <clears throat> the officer who arrived on the scene searched Icoon's bag and found 87 boxes of blades. The subsequent investigation determined that these had been stolen earlier that day from a total of seven shops in the area at which Icoon had swiped all the blades that were out on the shelves. A search of Icoon Tone turned up a stash of 33 more boxes, bring 420 boxes altogether. Wow. With an estimated collected worth of 420,000 yen, about 3,800 bucks. They're little sharp gold coins. On March 30th, the police announced that Icoon had been arrested and officially charged with shoplifting. The master thief slash idol fan explained that he just started on the path of crime when an acquaintance approached him in mid-January said he trained Icoon 10,000 yen for 10 boxes of razors, working out to a 1,000 yen per box versus the average sale price of 3,500 yen for the stolen razors. <clears throat> However, it seems that Icoon assumed the real world works like role-playing video game, which acquired items can also be sold in unlimited qualities. The quantities. The fact that he was essentially warehousing such a huge stockpile indicates that he massively overestimated how many he could sell and suggested that his activities on the day were caught, he, caught, he was caught were wholly unnecessary. So if you're a student who's considering a life of crime, maybe it's best to at least wait until your economic class gets due to the discussion of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I don't have a problem with razor blades. They're having to buy them. I have an electric shaver, and I like to keep it that way. The replacement heads for those can get pretty nuts, though, I heard. Yeah. Thank God for Amazon, where they're at least a little bit cheaper. I, I was referring to the beard. Oh, that too. I'm just saying, the, the, the blades. I think I replace mine every two years, which is not so bad. Then you got people who don't replace them at all, and it's like, what is wrong with you? And speaking of razors... Oh, Mako-chan. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, it seems that in Japan, uh, coming soon, I should say, there is going to be a, um, uh, shaving patterns, I guess? <laughs> um yeah so it's not quite as common in Japan as it is in other western countries uh, the removal of pubic hair or as the Japanese call it their under hair uh, but it seems that with swimsuit season just a few months away a Ravia line is going to be producing uh, pubic hair shaving guides. 
The entire lineup consists of four nylon patterns. In addition to the triangle, there's also the square, the natural, and the heart. The back of each is equipped with gripping fibers. What? So that it entwines <laughs> with the hair to hold it in place, allowing you to use both hands to shave, cut, or otherwise remove the hair. Thus, the remaining hair is in the shape of the pattern. Uh, there are creases on each of these patterns that will allow you to fold them into other shapes if you so choose. Yeah, the square, natural, and heart will be $7.80, while the triangle uh, will set you back about uh, 10-ish. Yeah. What happens when you have to remove the pattern? Well, it's... I guess... Just how strong are those gripping fibers? Well, I'm gonna guess that as long as you aren't tangly, you should be able to remove it fairly easily. Because mm. I'm expecting someone, someone to hear it. Use it, and all I'm just gonna hear. <laughs> it's not a band aid. It's like the the, um, like plastic feely part of Velcro. So it just is going to basically hold itself in the hair, and then when you remove it, it's just going to slide through the hair. But yeah, it's just um, the fact that they will be selling crap like this. So, yeah, if any of you ladies or gentlemen, you never know, decide that you would like to uh, freshen up your look down under and you know Japanese, you can go onto the website and purchase them for yourself. I really shouldn't say, but... Say it. I was involved with somebody who did shave my initials into her hairs, so... Sorry, that's creepy. Oh. For some, it's creepy. I I thought it was cool. It didn't bother me none, so... No, sorry, that's creepy. That's fine. I, I ain't, you know... And as Rageinator says in our chat room at live.bognetwork.com, no pattern shaped like Australia. Why? I think there's enough down under <laughs> without having it look like down under. That was horrible. You all suck. 
<sighs> no. Not yet, Ari. Not yet. Now. You're welcome. I'm disappoint. Why? I'm disappoint. Why are you disappoint? Because I am. I is there another song I should have played? By all means, tell me. Can we? Yeah. Can we move on? Yes. I think it's time to move on and drink the last of our adult beverages and wrap up the show. How does that sound? Works for me. Okay. Sure. All right. We'll be back.
Ah, there we go. That was a good episode. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. Now, before we go into our little closing here, a couple of things I wanted to mention that I totally forgot. Uh, we have our check. We have our cosplay melee review up, so definitely check out episode one of our review of that. Episode two coming soon, and right after this, I'm gonna watch episode three. Also, I want to say congratulations to Pandalicious on Electric Sisterhood. She just tied the knot over the weekend, and I just thought it was pretty cool that friends I know that were going had to leave Anime Boston for this, which there's no law of loss between me and AB, but congrats to you, Pandalicious, and many, many more. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if we tell you what we like and don't like, we're telling you to be really honest, so... That's it for that aspect. So, if you want to let us know what you think of the show, ideas, thoughts, planes, trains, phrases, automobiles, and all that good stuff, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. And don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post uh, links to our convention videos and cosplay photos, our cosplay tutorials, our anime reviews, and fandom articles, and so much more. Um, I believe we have a couple new articles up, so definitely swing by and check them out. And don't forget, on Fridays, we also post our we, our podcast. But if you're not able to get to our website, there are other ways you can get to our show. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Bureau, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and every week on the VOG Network forums. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post our convention videos, tutorials, uh, panels, interviews, and much, much more. So don't be swing by and check them out. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here on Twitter for updates on our website, our Facebook, um, when we're going live, and other cool stuff, and conventions, and a lot more. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's where we post everything, our our photos, our videos, our articles, and everything. And to everyone that follows us on our website and our social media and our YouTube page, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. As long as you continue to like and follow us, we're going to bring you more content. That's what we're all about. And don't forget, we're here on the VOG Network twice a week. We're live on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with Encores Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. But we're not the only geek podcast on this network. There are some others you definitely need to check out. Such as the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, and Ranger Pride. And now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako. Um, I'm seriously in love with Nickelodeon. Why? What happened? Oh, well, not only do they have the Hey Arnold TV movie you know, in the works, mm-hmm. and a Rocco's Modern Life TV movie in the works, mm-hmm. but they just added Invaders into it. Oh, I saw, I heard about that, so that's going to be pretty cool. I'm so excited. I mean, I know that it takes a while for, you know, just regular episodes to be done, so I can't imagine how long it's going to take for an entire movie episode to be done type of thing. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I, I'm impatiently waiting, but I can't wait. I know you are. I know you are. Yay! Last words, Ari. 
Did we lose him? Oh, my bad. I, f I fucking had the mic muted. Hey, right, no problem, dude. <clears throat> anyway, I just... I have to get to bed, because I do not like getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be feeling that. I'm going to be feeling that. My last words, um... I'm all packed, ready to go. Let's kick this off, and I can't wait to meet up with some friends and reconnect with some people I haven't seen in a while. I want to go. I know. I want to go see you guys. Not Ladybeard? Well, no, I, I know he's going to be there, but I really want to go see Yuga. Yeah, too bad. I want to give, I, I give her a Snoopy plushie. Well, maybe if the, if the group comes back to Lincoln Center Theater, they'll do another show. That would be amazing. Yeah, un yeah unfortunately, there's no autographs with them, so I'm kind of sad about that. I'm not surprised about that one. Yeah. But I'm Just because of how many there are. Uh, but I would not be surprised if they have things pre-signed for sale. That I'm okay with. But I'm going to the QA session, so I have pictures. I got a picture of Ichigo and her friend as Mew Jupiter and Mew Venus. I'm going to present it to the two voice act to the two actresses, so. Nice. Alright, that's it. We're out of here, so. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makachan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Alright. Say goodnight, Makachan. Goodnight, Makachan. Hmm. Alright. I think I'm done. I'm gonna get out of here. We good. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressions on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing! Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!